Hi, I'm Danny. And I'm Damika. And we're biracial unicorns. The Minnesota Minnesota time. Inter jingly bells. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So I I feel I'm just gonna jump into the Minisa today. Okay. Let's it's do actually it. yeah, only because we actually low-key started kind of talking about it beforehand. Mm. So I was like, oh, Danny and I are very synced right now. All right, <laughs> let's do it. Let's do it. I have got 10 delightful minutes on my phone, and we're going to talk about fictional fashion. Ooh, oh my God. (laughs) You should have just called it what it is, 10 minutes of Claudia Kishi (laughs) on the clock. (laughs) I love it that you're like, I'm here for it, ready, don't need an explanation, do not explain the assignment, I am here (laughs) for it. I live that. Fashion is so important in like even in animation, in mm. movies, sitcom. Like, mm. you know, we talked about my I'm Dr. Hulis, but I know one of them has this very iconic scarf. Yeah. Like, if you're going to do this character, you have to. That's not it's not up for debate. Right. Yeah. So I have lots of thoughts always on <laughs> fictional fashion. Um and like I said, I, I do want to spend the bulk of the time talking about Claudia Kishi, but we can scoop back around to that. Um, because recently, I think I mentioned this to you before that I, or maybe I didn't, that um, in preparation for the new season that's like currently coming out, uh, I've been re- re-watching Star Trek Discovery. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I, so I'm not caught up on the new episodes yet because I'm I'm still in re-watching season three. Um, but, oh my gosh, during this re-watch, it has become all Giorgio all the time. And mm-hmm. now my dream is to just like cosplay all of Georgia's costumes mm. um like her fashion and for some reason like the villain the villain look so spoilers ahead i guess um but <laughs> when we're talking you know um Taryn, um alternate universe Giorgio, she's always like decked out in this like black and leather and spikes and studs and and i'm here for it i love it so good and and i hate that it's always the bad guy look um because it's like the look that i want (laughs) i i think my my own fashion goes two ways it's like super cutesy vintage and then like (laughs) super goth punk rock I love it. But, you know, about the villain, like what they do so well in Discovery is that it, it doesn't go cheesy. Mm, yeah. Because that goth evil punk look thing can go like overextended collars. They love a high collar. They do. Thing. And that's just Star Trek canon. <laughs> yeah. The future is full of high collars. Lots of collars, no buttons. They're like, screw buttons. They don't have them. They and, don't have time yeah, for that. Yeah, the they really don't. And the long, the further in time of future, the longer men's shirts get. I don't mm, sometimes. Yeah. But, but I think like, you know, Picard is famous for the, the tug move every time he stands up. And it's because his shirt was like too small and short. <laughs> but when 
they go to like alternate universes that I see that they tend to like That's a little true. more a little bit more tunic, little a little bit more that way cuz their dress uniforms are very long. That's true. That's true. I'll give you that. Yeah. So, uh I'm say I'm, the the future is no buttons, uh, ridiculous high collars or like everything's just kind of like slashed and like to asymmetrical, right. very yeah. asymmetrical in in the future. So. I'm doing like hand motions <laughs> like this is a visual medium, but <laughs> And she's like little mini. I'm just seeing her in her face, like voguing, but it's just she's striped. You know, it's like I love it. I'm it's here just for different it. collars. Yeah, it's just all, we're all here for <laughs> collars. If I could just have one right at ear height. Yeah. That would be really no. Cool. No. You're you're right. And um, I also find it really interesting, like the hair. I know yeah. hair. Hair is kind of extension of fashion, right? It like, is. And I think in our current cultural moment. It seems like, and we've talked about this before, um, for a lot of women, it's kind of just like down or like minimal sort of styling on the hair and maybe a ponytail. Um, And I find that really interesting because I think historical fashions were always like up and like protective. Mm -hmm. And it's, you know, like even even when we're talking like non-black people, like they're protective styles because people didn't wash their hair as often. And, you know, there was more care in that instead of just throwing products on your hair. Mm -hmm. Um, But nowadays it's just like very down. And then when we see future, it's like back to these like hyper styled sort of looks. And I love it. As somebody who never wears her hair down, (laughs) I love it. I'm like so intricate. Yeah. Like 15 year old me was always like copying like different looks from the different movies for Princess Leia and stuff. (laughs) Like the very obscure Princess Leia hairstyles. I love it. You're right. Maybe in the future. And and, and it is villainous too. Villainous, villainers, villainous, villainai. They have more time to do their hair. Maybe Mm. that's what it is. It's always, it's very sleek. It's very, um, like, really plays around with symmetry and style sculpted it's very sculpted mm-hmm. hairstyle and very intricate and i am always here for it i live yeah i love it um to bring it back i i know you're not really like a big babysitter's club person um but for me claudia kishi is like when i think fictional style i always think <laughs> Claudia Kishi because that girl just like unapologetically dressed like a hobo and loved it but you know what but that was very like but once again a time capsule mm. era about the oversizedness which we're kind of slightly seeing now with like these harkens back to like the early 90s fashion but yeah. that no no that was very like very purposely hobo chic and it was just done so 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 perfectly it really pushed back upon like genderized fashion which i think was also really really important like Mm -hmm. ditching the silhouettes of that time do you know what i'm saying i mean she was she was there for a silhouette she's there for anything really (laughs) um and also kind of babysitter's club for those of you who maybe did not read the books like always had like these paragraph long descriptions of what the girls were wearing Mm. um but i think like they were always very matchy matchy um and then claudia kishi pushed on that a little bit but still was somewhat matchy matchy or like intentionally 
clashy clashy um <laughs> which which i love and i i love like her the descriptions of her like homemade earrings made out of like a resin covered donut or something um i love it as someone who who also loves statement earrings <laughs> you, you live uh, for a good statement earring i love it yeah. you can just tell i think that's what's like iconic means is that how impactful it is like i wanted to dress like every gem character ever. yes love the bigness of the hair i love it once again very sculpted very symmetrical very shapes driven and i absolutely love the color palette which is funny i don't really naturally wear that but in this particular style um, I love that you say that because right now I could totally see some gem influence <laughs> in your eyeshadow. And yes, I'm, I'm do you love the it. metallic? Do yeah, you love I it? love it. I love. It. I'm so I'm so absolutely here for. It. I and there's something that will never really truly let go because it is so stylized and and absolutely perfect. So here's to gem to all the hologram the misfits also the misfits again. were really where it was at though. So like, animal print. Yeah, I love that dark. They 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 owned dark green. They owned it. It's copyrighted. They they are the ones when everyone talks about like the 80s the blue eyeshadow. It was them. It's the it misfits. Was. I defined a whole decade. <laughs> that is so great. I think it's so I'm trying to think of um oh, I thought you would appreciate it. I was when I was looking up what other people thought Daria. Daria mm. is a fashion icon. Yeah. Yeah. I, I I like it. I mean, you know, I'm I'm a combat boot girl, combat <laughs> boots and skirt kind of girl. Um, it's also just kind of funny because Daria is like so anti-fashion for her I to know. be like a fashion icon. I know. Um, but yeah, her, Jane. And then, of course, you know, her sister Quinn was famously a member of the fashion club. Um, but I think for me, the most iconic fashion of Daria was during the end credits, how they would show like the characters dressed in different styles or different yes. eras. Like, I love that. It was so, so good. So much talent, so much skill. Uh, it's just so, so good. I kept thinking about other things of like, what would be different even from to uh, like with the Mario brothers, super Mario brothers, would they be them without their iconic overalls? Like mm. not my fashion sense, but to me, when I think of it, it's just overalls. They're part of the deal. Iconic. Yeah. Or even like to take it back, like Mickey and the gloves, right? Mm -hmm. Like, I feel like there are so many iconic things, uh, particularly in animation, if we're talking animation, because just the necessity of, of keeping the characters in the same costume, particularly when things were done by hand. Uh, and so you would just, you know, recycle clips of certain movements. So it just made sense to always have people in the same outfits. Mm -hmm. And I, as a kid, I always loved the, the reference when it was like a person um opens their closet and it's just like all green <laughs> shirts or whatever i i loved i love that like self-referential sort of humor in a cartoon oh i'm here and there there's some things that to me i don't think i'm necessarily like oh that's my aesthetic but i see even today things like clueless and legally blonde that very pink schoolgirl, mm. higher academic plaid like, i just see every few years that 
they keep referencing back, not even like decade change. Like I would say solidly about every five years, we have this, this evolution around our little fashion clock where everyone comes back to clueless, comes back to like legally blonde and yeah. reference it for, for fashion and form. And I'm just like, that is power. Like I don't have to like it to recognize game. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I agree. And I think when we're talking about these larger conversations we have and the importance of representation in pop culture, uh, we come back to this, the fact that style, everyday style is influenced by popular culture that we see in movies, in television. And so if certain body types and certain types of people are not represented within these mediums, then it's, it's, a continued way to keep people as outsiders, as others. Not saying that we all need to like only base our fashion off of what we already see on the screen, but the reality is that is a huge influence. Um, so that's another reason to go to bat for, for more representation. <laughs> and I, that's why shows like Moesha was really huge and mm. important for fashion because talking about hair, uh, mm. materials, I say in quotation marks, urban fashion, sister, sister was really huge. And yeah, fashion. I was going to say sister, sister for so, sure. Oh, so good for fashion. Just the hats alone. The yeah. hats alone. I, I mean, you know, I'm all about the sister, sister hats. I, so uh, good. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I mean, to, to go for full circle back to Star Trek, um, I think that's something that has been so cool about the most recent Star Trek is the diversity, but like also just like the natural hairstyles mm -hmm. uh, that we see on that show for both white and black characters, yeah. right? Like Tilly has very like hair that we never see. We never see curly frizzy frizzy yeah. red hair on television especially frizzy yeah and not and, and big and long like you never see that on television unless it's like a joke um but she just unapologetically that is her hair and mm. i love that mm, it's so so good oh i love it i think uh, I would be remiss if I also didn't like talk about like the importance for me growing up for seeing like a different world, um, mm. which was really important for fashion because it gave that historical black college aesthetic. Mm. And let me tell you, it's like crisscross. It is like it is a new rap. It is salt and pepper. It is overalls backward for women. It's short haircuts on yeah. women. Um, big earrings the 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 timberland boots as it were like right. I, I love that mishmash of mixing between masculine and feminine you talk about oversized the color graffiti art oh i love it oh, i love it yeah i i wasn't a big big watcher of a different world but um you know i always loved Lisa Benet's character oh. on the cosby show like i loved her fashion in that show so mm -hmm. i can only imagine like what it would have been like to see like a whole series around that fashion. <laughs> I know it's supposed to be fictional, but her in real life is also very iconic. I won't, I won't askew, but I just had to like, I can't let that go by without giving props where props are due. <laughs> yeah. And I would say if we're going like fashion icons and maybe this is a little bit of a stretch, but I don't think so. Okay. Um, Mindy Kaling has become like something of a fashion icon. Um, 
I mean, her <laughs> Kelly Kapoor started off on The Office dressed very frumpy and very like secretary weird. Oh. Uh, <laughs> what you talk about, like, mo- mo- like out of a joke, like, yeah, not not looked at that as someone yeah. desirable. But I love like as you watch through The Office, you kind of see more of Mindy Kaling's personality come into the way that she dresses, and then you go forward with like. Mindy project and other things that she has been in and she is always like impeccably dressed um and she is like a bigger woman not like big but like not yeah, tiny like mid-size um, right yeah yeah and so and she just like unapologetically wears what she wants and looks good wearing it um and loves like a nice like highly tailored look mm. and I think like even this is taking it outside of the fictional realm but like on Instagram, I feel like it's now her just like her fashion and just mm. everyone being like, Queen, you look so great. <laughs> like <laughs> so good. And this is why it's worth nerding out about. Because like you said, it just represents so much of what's going on in the world. It speaks a lot to the economics of the country, what we say about and because we've talked about mostly women, what it says a lot about how we view women and how they view mm. themselves. And you see that so much in art, in fiction, in books, in movies, even in animation. Uh, you, it's so important to reference that. And I absolutely love it because I think we're seeing more now, like we said, that bleed in between characters and in people of Zendaya. I'm mm-hmm. Im- impeccable, impeccable fashion outward. You just know it. That's true. And you can kind of see how that is also very important, even in her bodies of work, where that's not necessarily the focus, but somehow because she as a person is focused on fashion. You can't help but kind of look at it a little bit and been like, mm, let's look at this fit real quick, you know? So it's it's interesting to seeing the blur between people in real life and their sense and drive of fashion, how that bleeds into their bodies of work. So it's it's so enjoyable. It's so, so yeah, enjoyable. Yeah, and while fashion can feel like a very shallow thing to talk about, like I think the fact remains that if, if we're taking it still into the the realm of the real, but even in the realm of the fictional fashion and what a person is wearing is like a way to communicate who you are without speaking. And so I think particularly for people of color, um, it ends up being like a really important thing. Like you, you hear for um, like, like, different people of color and black people in particular, like this idea of being like well-dressed being important, right. Of, of pushing against expectations of what people are going to think about you by making them think something else about you. And so I think fashion is important and fictional Mm. fashion is like how we develop the shorthand with each other to communicate what fashion means. Mm, I love it. Well, any fashion shout outs you want to give before we probably should wrap it up? Um, I mean, I think I, I said them all. Claudia Kishi is always my icon. Um, she's number one. Giorgio is my recent, my recent obsession. How about you? Uh, I've been obsessing over Nicole Byers fashion. Mm. I think I, very unapologetic uh i love i love love me a lizzo fashion moment though but they're not fictional though i will still watch them do their other pieces of work 
Um, I don't know. I there's so many. There what I will say. I'll give a special shout out. Random. This is my most random. Um, April O'Neil of the original Ninja Turtles with the yellow <laughs> that yellow that yeah. yellow. Yep. Yeah, I think she's responsible for a lot of uh, children's awakening. And I'll leave it at that. So <laughs> I just, you know, it's just one of those things like you think about it, you make it smile. You're like, yikes, that was a time and we were here for it. So <laughs> I just had to I just had to give my girl a little honorable mention of anything else. Maybe not nearly as iconic, but still important. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we want to hear from you all who are your fictional fashion icons. Mm. Um, we didn't really talk much about men, but, you know, I don't know. Honorable mention to Fonzie and his leather jacket. Yeah. Oh, so good. Yeah. We'll go ahead. I mean, way to try to pose as an older high school student, obviously being 40, because the leather did it. The leather hides over a multitude of sins. Right. So if you need if you need to erase some wrinkles, get some leather. You heard it here first. All right, y'all. Check check the show notes for all the ways to contact us. We will be back next week with a full episode and in two weeks with another mini-sode. Mm-hmm. All right. Peace. Out. Out.